Hey everyone, and welcome back to Country Music Made Me. Thank you so much for joining us once again. As always, please be sure to like, share, follow, subscribe to us wherever you are listening. You can leave us a review, a rating, tell your friends, your family, your neighbors to come on over and have a listen. That support is huge. Today, we're joined by Georgia Webster. Now her songwriting career began actually in the fourth grade as part of a school project, but it was really in her early teens when she learned the guitar that things really started to take off. Now, at the beginning of 2020, before even graduating high school, her song, Tell Your Mom, exploded on TikTok overnight. Since that time, she has signed a record deal with Sony Music Nashville Riverhouse. She has released her debut EP, and she made the official move down to Nashville. It's been a fun journey so far, and one we were excited to learn more about. So please enjoy our conversation with Georgia Webster. Are you officially moved down to Nashville now? Yes, I've been here for like two months. Awesome. And did your parents so, move down with you? Or is this just like you going off on your own? Literally just me going off <laughs> on my own. <laughs> wow. And when did you graduate? In here, this year. Wow. Quite the change, eh? Yeah, very, very much. <laughs> and now your dad is a pro kayaker and does a few extreme sports. So you have traveled around the world. So first of all, talk about that. And how did that prepare you for this move? Do you think in being out there and seeing the world a bit before this move? Yeah, that's actually, that's a good, that's good. I feel like, well, my dad, he stopped, he was a really great kayaker and dirt biker. And my mom kind of forced him to stop that when we were born because it was extremely dangerous and he was like always gone. So he stopped it, but he was like, kind of made her like, you know, we have to travel at least once a year and like, let me kind of do my extreme sports in a way. So since I was, I mean, when I was one, they took me to Costa Rica and that was like my first trip. And I've been to Croatia and I've been to Costa Rica. I've been to Belize. I've been to Italy. I've been to Paris. I've been Central America. I've been to a lot of places and I'm like, I'm really lucky, but uh, my dad is not the like resort kind of guy. He's very much does everything while we're there. He never plans anything. Oh, okay. So and on the fly, we've stayed in a old Italian woman's tiny house once when we didn't have a hotel. She, the chef of the restaurant we were at was like, you can stay in our house because <laughs> we didn't have any. So we literally stayed in their house. So I've, we've done, I mean, He's done. Me and made me and my sister go canyoning on these like crazy canyons. I've been bungee jumping. I have been whitewater rafting in like class four rivers, like crazy. I've done a lot of like crazy things. And I think that has prepared. This doesn't feel crazy to me. Like this feels like I am in a safe space and like I'm, it doesn't feel like, like much for me because I feel like I have crazier things that. <laughs> had to do that's crazy and talking about the traveling i saw you mention that your first memory of music was from a cd that your mom brought back from africa from a trip of lullabies and talk about that and what feelings that brings up for you because that was when you were really little in your crib and she would play them for you right yeah, I was like three and I talked, I started talking at like a really young age, I guess. And my mom told me that whenever she would put the the CD on and like 
try and like stay and hang out with me like before bed I would be like go 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 and like tell her to leave but I we actually found the exact um songs from the cd because we don't have the cd anymore I don't know where it went but we found them we like spent like a while looking on youtube um a few months ago and ended up like finding the exact songs and for me it was like crazy because I literally remembered like the melodies to a lot of these songs and like the lyrics even though it was just like sounds like I like remembered them all and it was so bizarre because like really that was like the first songs that like I can like vividly like remember hearing that's crazy you'll have to maybe try and use those songs and sample them in some upcoming music that would be cool that would be real that's a good idea that's really good and so even from back then you were basically hooked on music, right? Has it always been there for you? It's just been something that's been within you? Yeah, I really, it has. My dad like played guitar growing up around the house, just like as a hobby and taught me and my sister, like just like some chords on the guitar. And that's how I started playing. But, um, but yeah, he would play like Grateful Dead around the house. And my mom was like huge, like Eva Cassidy fan. So like from a young age, I was listening to like singer songwriter kind of stuff. And I feel like it always like really spoke to me. And every year my grandma would take me and my sister to like Broadway shows in New York. And I always just like was a huge like I for a while I wanted to be on Broadway, but I thought that it, the music was just like so good. And like from like since I was really young, I always just like wanted to go there just for the music. And it was around grade four where the songwriting and putting lyrics together started for you. And I believe it was for a school paper. What was it? Ulysses S. Grant that you wrote your first sort of song for that school paper? Yeah, it was to the tune of um, a Katy Perry song. It was like, Ulysses S. Grant was born on April 27th. And then so on. It was like that. And that was my first song that I wrote. And I loved it. I was a pretty like advanced reader I guess for my age and I started reading like Harry Potter in like third grade and like Hunger Games and those kind of books and I was like obsessed with them. And so when did the storytelling part of the music sort of take hold for you and sort of that knowledge that you could tell a story within a song? I vividly remember like this girl moving to our town in like fifth or sixth grade and I didn't, I thought she was really mean and I, she was like, kind of like a little bully and I didn't like her. And I remember like right, sitting down and like writing a song about her. And that was kind of like the first like storytelling, like kind of like writing songs about people. And from there, I was just like, boom, writing about my crushes and like guys in my classes and my friends and like, just like everything that was happening. And has it always been something that you've had to focus on personal experience? Are you able just to sit down and write a random song that doesn't have anything to do with an experience you had? It's hard. It's, it's hard for me to do that. I'm trying to work on that now just to like strengthen the muscle because like when I don't have like things going on, it's hard to write music and I want to always be able to write stuff. But um, I try to experience things so I can write about them. <laughs> you sort of learn the guitar by writing, right? And not necessarily by sitting there learning chords and, and learning the theory of guitar. I always taught myself, I taught myself guitar. I'm like always better at teaching myself things. So I just kind of, I took lessons for like a few months and then I literally would 
go home and write songs and not practice what they would give me and I would not learn anything. Have you always had a good singing voice or is that something you also had to work on on your own? Yeah, I just I literally since I moved here, I just started taking singing lessons because I feel like I need to learn how to um, just use my voice correctly because I've never learned that. But it's always just been something that I feel like is just like a tool for me. Like, I feel like I love my songs and my voice is just there to like sing them. (laughs) And so what has that been like taking vocal lessons? Has it been quite an eye opener about, you know, what singing really is? I've gotten a lot that my my um, mouth is like closed too much. Like I speak kind of slur my words. And I guess a lot of people from like North, they said that a lot of people from the North do that. Oh, really? And the way that I talk, I guess. And I do the same thing when I sing, like I don't pronounce my pronounce my words like the right way. So that's been like a huge thing that I'm trying to work on. <laughs> And you're in Nashville now, but you grew up a long way from Nashville. And so when did sort of that thought of going to Nashville develop? Yeah, I I really, I never really thought, I always was like, I'm going to move to either Boston or LA for music. Like that was always it. But then junior year, I looked at Belmont for school. I like saw it when I was applying to all my schools and I was like, this looks like really cool. And just their program of like, really like putting people in the music business and stuff. I thought it was cool. So I applied and got in. And then my songs, like people found my songs and my management reached out to me and they were from Nashville. And I just really, really loved Zach and Callie. And I was like, they were like, have you pictured yourself like ever seeing country music? And I was like, no, but that's all I listen to. So like, yeah. So yeah, now I'm here and I love it. I'm so glad that I ended up choosing it. Wow. And so back in high school, did you have management then? Or is that now you're talking about? That's now I had it. Well, I had it for the end of my like senior year. Zach kind of started working with me from Massachusetts and I would come back and forth to record. But, um, but I never had anything up until then. And so what was that feeling like when you first arrived in Nashville, junior year of high school for your first writing camp? What was the experience of that like? And finally sort of seeing the professionals who are writing and just the skill that is out there and what it takes to be a songwriter in Nashville. Yeah, well, I actually my I went to Berkeley. So I went to Boston freshman year and that was like my first experience seeing like other songwriters. And I very small town, like 5,000 people with no stoplights, like very small. And I have never seen songwriters like that. So it was kind of like an eye opener where I was like, dang, like I'm not actually that good. (laughs) And it was like, I need to like work on this if I'm going to do it. So I really like kind of tried to step it up and like write every day from then on. And then coming to Nashville, it's just like, there's a huge amount of amazing people, but it feels like, it doesn't feel like it's overwhelming it just feels like everyone's really supportive and like welcoming here so far that's awesome and when did you start playing out back in your hometown when did you start playing shows I started playing summer freshman year I started playing so I started playing when I was like 15 and we go to the cape in the summer cape cod the beach and um I was playing at like restaurants on the beach and just like playing for like the summer crowds and that's how I would get like all my money and that was my job in high school, which was cool. 
<laughs> and the first performance you had where you were playing in front of people that you didn't know. Do you remember that feeling of that very first show? Yeah, I, well, my first like kind of show was in fifth grade and I sang Happy by Pharrell for like a talent show. And I remember just like, like I was so nervous about it. And, but for some reason, like something inside me was like, you have to do this. Like you have to do it. You have to do it. But I was so nervous, but I did it. And then I ended up just like loving being on stage. And I loved like seeing people's faces and just like, it was just like the best feeling ever. And since then I've always wanted to do it. I believe you started writing a book about your life back in high school because you wanted to be a writer perhaps of, of books. And so do you still have that? Is that still sort of a dream of yours one day? Yeah, it really is. I really, um, like when I was in late middle school, early high school, I was like really set on being a writer and I thought it would be like the coolest thing ever. And I was just like always writing stories and stuff along with songs, but I kind of like put my love for music and writing together, which is like what I do now. But I still like, I guess I still have the dream of like writing a book someday or just like an autobiography, I guess. It of my life because I just think it would be like fun to read and I have it on my computer still of just like some pages that I've written but I don't know if people would want to read it <laughs> oh I'm sure they would one day once all these experiences are put together for sure yeah. and talking about performing out I saw there was a performance that you had back then at the Treehouse Brewery that you talked about that was like your first big show it was like over a thousand people and that's when you started playing a lot of your originals so what was that like when you started playing your originals for people? What was that feeling like? That was really, really cool because I had like a, there was a group of college kids I remember that were like really just like sitting there watching me and listening to me. And they were like all following me afterwards on Instagram and everything. And I was like, oh my God, like they liked my songs. And then the owner of the brewery, and it's like a pretty big place like in my town he was just like really impressed and his son is a musician and in a band and he was telling me that like my songs were really good and I was just kind of getting like praise for them that I like hadn't gotten which was cool and what did your parents think like all this time as you're sitting in your bedroom writing songs with your guitar did they know did they have an idea of what you're doing or were you kind of holed up in your room no they knew they knew I would play like all my songs for them and I've been playing them songs for so long. Like I played my mom, I played my mom, tell your mom before I posted it. And she told me, she was like, no one's going to relate to it. And then like, that was the song that literally everyone related to. So I get always asked their opinions. And like, my dad is like, just my number one fan. So they've, they've known that this was for me. And with how personal they are, especially when you started playing them for the first time in front of people, did you have nerves and reservations about doing that because of how personal they were? I honestly, like some of the, I had a song in like seventh grade that I wrote about this guy that got sent around my grade and everyone knew that it was about him. And I did not care. I was like, you know what? He deserves that song to be out. I really like, I honestly, I love sharing my songs with people and like, it sometimes it does get a little bit like it feels like I'm sharing like a diary entry almost, but I feel like it's always just like it kind of gets it off my chest to like share it. And do you have a diary or is basically your songwriting notebook your diary? I, I have one. I have one, but I only write in it when it's something that's like really bothering me. But I feel like journaling like actually helps a lot. 
Right. And so you graduated high school earlier this year. Now, what was that feeling like knowing basically that you were going to Nashville right yeah. after high school, you were starting this whole new life. What was that like? It was so, it was so scary. I was like terrified and leaving like my friends and like my boyfriend and everything. And my family was like, it was so scary, but honestly, like it's so far, it's like been the best thing that I've done. And there's not really like many opportunities in Massachusetts. So I think being here is like definitely the right thing. And are you still with that boyfriend? Um, kind of not really. <laughs> he actually moved to Tennessee after I did from Massachusetts and ended up, I just really wanted us to be able to like do our own things and have our own separate lives and stuff. So he might be moving back soon. <laughs> and one of your songs, is that written about him? Because I read that you broke up, then you wrote a song and then you got back together. Yeah. Yeah. We broke up. We were like, it was before I moved and I was like, I don't know if I can do the long distance thing. Like we might have to break up before I move. Everyone was breaking up before college. So I felt like we need to break up. So then we broke up and then I wrote first goodbye. And then I was like, I got it off my chest. Let's get back together. That's hilarious. So it was after you graduated that you posted on TikTok, right? No, I posted on TikTok before. Oh, I posted, was it before? Yeah, it was before. I started posting like beginning senior year, maybe. Oh, okay. Yes, I started posting beginning and um and yeah, I just that's like really what got me here is TikTok. Yeah. And so before you posted, tell your mom. What was your feeling at that point before you posted that song? Because I read that basically you were ready to quit. I was. But yeah, I was so discouraged about it. Like just living in small towns is hard because you don't really know what you're going to do with your music and you feel like nothing's working and there's no opportunities. And I was going to go to school for music, but I was like, what am I going to do if it doesn't work out? Like I was so stressed out and I literally like tell people, I don't really tell people this a lot. Cause I feel like it's just kind of like people don't believe it, but I literally like sat in bed the night before I posted tell your mom or I posted tell your mom didn't check TikTok the whole day and then that night I like prayed and I hadn't prayed in forever and I was like I just need a sign like can the universe please give me a sign that I should keep doing this or not keep doing this and then I woke up the next day and tell your mom was blown up so I'm a big believer in something watching out for me because that was like a moment like a really big moment I was like crying I was like mom someone's God's real. <laughs> and so when you saw that, when those feelings hit, like at, at that moment before everything really took off, like that sign, what did that kind of do within you before the people started calling with the record deals? Did the day after that went viral, did, did you think to yourself, okay, I'm going to push through I am going to do something in music or did it take some time to get that feeling again? That sign, like, was it for me like that? I was like, no matter what happens, like I need to, I need to do this because like every time that I would try not to do it, like it would just follow me. Like it, like I would just go back to it. So I was like, I just need to do it. <laughs> when did the record companies start calling? Because you got uh, offers from LA and New York, I believe. So when did those start to come in? Those started to come in like, I mean, I posted Tell Your Mom and then I started posting my other originals and people were just 
asking me to send them music and stuff. And so it was like those few months were crazy. And I was having meetings like every day with different people. And then I think it was probably like six months maybe later that um, Riverhouse and Sony flew me down to Nashville and I sang my songs for them and they were like, we're signing you. And I was like, oh yeah. (laughs) So how crazy was that in that time, having all those meetings and being so young, like did, did it actually sort of resonate within you what was happening or was it just such a blur that it was just like, what's going on? Yeah, it was just a blur. It was a blur. Like it's still, it still is a blur. I'm still like, what's going on? <laughs> right now I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> it just, it doesn't need to, it just feels so weird. Like I get to do this as like a job. And was there any point within that time before going down to Nashville to meet with Sony and Riverhouse that you were considering either New York or LA as a destination? I was, I was talking to some, to a manager from LA and I was literally about to go out. I was like really considering going out there. And then Zach had reached out from, from red light and Zach, I just loved him. And I loved Callie. And I was like, I think I just need to be in Nashville. And that was when like, I kind of went that route and decided to not go with the pop more like pop route. So before they reached out, did you have like any management or anyone sort of within the industry helping you out or those early days of having meetings with labels? Was that just like you and your parents? I had my dad, my dad owns like businesses and he's really good with the business side of things. Um, but he was like helping me and he wanted to be my manager. I was like, dad, you you're the, you, no. I was like, that's not happening. <laughs> but now he's kind of like, less helicopter but and trusts my team and everything but at first he was like wanted to be involved so much it was so cute (laughs) and so you hit the studio with Paul D Giovanni is that how you say it how did that come about was that through Zach that you were able to get hooked up with him to hit the studio yeah Zach works with Jordan Davis and Paul produces Jordan stuff and like they've been working together for a long time. So Zach was like, I know the perfect guy for you. And me and Paul, Paul was like my first real producer. And he like really did a good job, I think, with everything. And now did you listen to Boys Like Girls growing up? I listened. I did listen. I loved the one with Taylor Swift. But that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and so Paul was a member of the pop group Boys Like Girls. And so heading into the studio with him, Seeing as you're uh, putting together the pop and the country, how great was it to be in the studio with him? Because he understands both sides, both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. It was really great. He knew like right off the bat, like what to do. And, and I was confused because I had never like put my song into like produced any of my music. So I was like, I didn't really know what I wanted, but he was really good about like picking up what I liked and what I didn't like. And just like reading kind of like what I was feeling about it. And how much did you learn just about music in general being in the studio for the first time? I learned, I have learned so much from being in the studio, like just like the different, just like the draw, just like everything like that it takes to like make a song. Like I never really understood it. And now I'm getting better at like expressing what I want when I'm producing something or when I'm with a producer. Right. And so you signed with Sony Riverhouse and going into the EP, 
how cool was it to have their backing in releasing a project that was your songs that was songs that you wrote by yourself they didn't say go off and co-write get some songs and come back to us they said these songs you wrote in high school let's put them out yeah that was yeah they lynn especially who's at river house um she i mean she loved all my music and she was like a stand for like what i wanted and even and randy too and they were both like she wants to put out her own music and we like it so let her put out her own music and I didn't want to have any like regrets about never putting out those songs and I put them out though. So <laughs> and it went pretty quick. So like, did you have time to enjoy the process or was it just so quick that it just flew by? It was like, I mean, I was going back and forth from Massachusetts from like school to recording. So I was just kind of like, it just felt like a rut. And then Paul, I would record vocals and then Paul would send me, the tracks after he produced them while I was at home. So I didn't really get the chance to like be in the studio while the song was being made. It was more of like, come in and record vocals, go back home to school. So that was, I, I'm excited to actually get to like, be there for the process, the next, for this project that I'm working on now. And so what was that like when you got the finished tracks then, if you weren't actually in the studio hearing them being produced, what was that like when you got the final versions? It was, I mean, I, it was bizarre because I had to like send him all these notes on like what, I mean, what I liked and what I didn't like. And then he'd be like, what were you talking about again? And I'd be like this. And then he would call me and then it would be confusing, but we ended up getting it right and ended up being good. So. <laughs> and you talk about your dad's business side of his, uh, his life. How much has that supported you in just having that knowledge. And I assume that he has sort of imparted that knowledge on you along the way, along your life. So has that helped you in getting into the business side of music, which I imagine can be pretty daunting? Yeah, it's definitely like, I've learned so much just the past year. I feel like my dad is like always looking out for like my best interests. And he's taught me like just so much about like really like listening and reading up on things before I like go into meetings or before I sign obviously anything. And, um, I feel like his, like his wisdom has definitely, um, helped me a lot, like through the signing process. And what is their thoughts on you moving to Nashville all by yourself? Yeah, they, they, I mean, they're all for it. I'm going home to see them tomorrow and I'm so excited because I haven't seen them in forever. And it's like, I literally used to live with my grandparents and we were all so close. So it's weird they miss me a lot, but, um, but they're happy for me and they're really glad that I'm here. And now have you started co-writing? Have you gotten into that world yet? Yeah, I'm putting out two songs that I co-wrote and it's really soon. And like, I, I found a couple of people that I really, really like writing with. It's definitely like trial and error. It's kind of weird. Cause like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but I, I mean, the people that I've liked so far, I've really liked. So, so far it's been good. And has it been easy opening up yourself to other people and sharing the emotions that usually would just be between you and your guitar? Yeah, it's, it's I feel like I'm a pretty open person. So I kind of go in there and just tell them what's going on. And it's like therapy. And then they tell you like what's going on in their life. And I like it. It's I mean, it's interesting to like hear about other people's problems and tell other people your problems and then relate on them. So it's, it's kind of been a cool thing. 
And you've mentioned that like you're not able to write about sort of the typical country music themes of like drinking and going to bars because you haven't done that yet. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you sort of excited as life moves along and you have these new experiences to sort of open up that songwriting within you? Yeah, I am. I was honestly like thinking about that the other day and I was like, it's so weird being 18 in Nashville because there's really not that much that you can do because a lot of social events revolve around like going to bars and drinking and like I can't do that right now so I'm definitely excited to like the older that I get just experience more here and experience more of life. (laughs) Right now you're sort of in between stints for Ingrid Andrus but are you also sort of hitting like music row and, and hitting local venues to sort of get your chops up? Yeah, I've been doing, I did the Girls of Nashville round the other night, which was at City Winery, which was like so fun. Um, And I just, I've done a a few writers rounds, which I actually like scare me more than doing like the Ingrid shows for some reason, because it's just like more pressure. But I really like just meeting other writers too at these places has been like really cool. And has it been what you thought it would be moving down after sort of taking the trips back and forth and, and coming to Berkeley when you were in high school, has it been what you thought it would be? Yeah, I think it, it's been better. I did not think I'd be opening for Ingrid Andrus, who I'm a fan of. So it's definitely been like even better than I expected. Yeah. What was that moment like when you heard that you were going to be on that tour? I literally, I was in like forever 21 or something. And I was like, literally screamed. I was like, no way. Cause I was playing her song like back at home and my gigs. And now I'm opening for her. And obviously after posting, tell your mom on TikTok, like you say, right after that exploded, it was like, okay, this is what I want to do in my life. But when you look back at that moment, not even a year, year and a half removed from it, Can you believe what has happened from that moment? Yes. No, it's it's like me on my bathroom floor, like singing a song that I wrote in my bedroom has turned into this, which is so cool. And you are co-writing, but are you still writing those songs in your bedroom? Do you spend a lot of time doing that? Yeah, I do that way more than I co-write for sure. And so what's next? You mentioned you have two songs that you have co-written that you're going to be releasing. So when can fans expect those? Uh, those will probably be, I do. I'm hoping that there will be a Christmas one coming out, which I wrote by myself, but then the other two will definitely be like top of the year, end of this year. And now that you do have music to release, is it sort of difficult waiting on the label to release it? Like, are you just like, I want to get music out there? Yes. Yes. I've been so, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's definitely like, I'm the kind of person where I'm like, I want to get things out and I want to get things done. So, but I know everything takes time. So I'm just trying to be patient. And going into the holidays, obviously things will start to slow down, but in the new year, are you hoping to maybe get out on your own tours and be able to do your own thing? Is there thoughts of that? Yeah, I'm either, I really want to either keep opening for people or just play smaller shows on my own. I think like, opening for people is great so far because I just feel like it's like a good stepping stone for me from going from like my room to like these big places. But yeah. And what has the country music community been like? Cause it feels like it's easy to build a positive community in Nashville. And so have you been able to do that? 
yeah, I definitely, I feel like the people that like I've been writing with, I've also just been friends with them. Like now we're friends and I feel like I've just, just keep making like so many new friends that are just so amazing and talented. And it just doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like competitive or it doesn't feel like everyone's trying to like be better. It just feels very like family supportive and everyone's just so nice. That's awesome. And one last thing I wanted to talk to you about your box of memories. I was going through it yesterday. <laughs> and so what is in there? What sort of stuff do you have in there? I have a lot of stuff. I have like my, I have 3D glasses from like my first date that was at like a 3D like movie thing. I have movie tickets, like my first rated R movie. I have like receipts from things and I have birthday cards and I have photos of my exes in there and just things that people would keep in a box. I guess it's a little bit, a little bit stalkerish sometimes. <laughs> To it, but everyone has their box. You got to have your box. And so if you're having writer's block, maybe one day, is that something you go into sort of for inspiration? Yeah, no, I haven't done that, but I probably, I should definitely do that because there's some, there's definitely some inspiration in there. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on all the success so far. And I can imagine it's only going to be bigger things to come in 2022. So congratulations. We'll look forward to the new music, maybe a holiday song coming. And we'll look forward to talking to you again when there is more new music. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you once again so much for listening and thank you to Georgia for stopping by and sharing her story. Be sure to check out her EP, First Goodbye, wherever you stream your music. Please also be sure to like, share, follow, subscribe to us wherever you are listening. You can leave us a review, a rating, tell your friends, your family, your neighbors to come on over and have a listen. That support is huge. Thanks once again for listening and we'll see you next time on Country Music Made Me. Mm-hmm.